Hey everyone, welcome to the Martin Sibley Show. It's another episode of the Disabled Founders Journal. And it's the time of the day where the virtual meetings are done, where there's really, really been a lot, and I mean a lot of them today, but all good and interesting. The emails are as caught up with as is possible. I've just made a massive dent in various different inboxes that I'm now juggling and it's 9pm. Uh, definitely helped by being summer and still would like to be interesting if at quarter to nine in winter if I'd have the same fuel. And uh, I always say either been on the dog walk and had uh, dinner or about to do so, but I was going to just say that, uh, yeah, I've had dinner and walked the dog earlier. So that's where I'm at. Um, where to start? Yeah, it's been a it's been a long one. Been a lot going on today. I think when I was looking through my diary and generally reflecting before hitting record, I was thinking about the benefit of connecting with other entrepreneurs and in the disability entrepreneurship sense, uh, other disabled entrepreneurs. Um, and that was sparked by today's Daily Sib with Rob Smith of Active Hand. So he is a disabled entrepreneur. He's got started out with this product that's a gripping aid that benefited him, but obviously then benefited lots of other people. And so Active Hand have then innovated that product and other similar gripping products. And then there's other products that they've not made themselves, but they're, they're all to do with hand function and hand gripping, which is their niche. So definitely check out today's Daily Sib on all my social channels and uh, let me know what you think of Rob and his product and his business and his impact on the world. But also we talked in the in the um, interview about the Can Do Group, K-A-N-D-U, Can Do Group. Sonny's coming in, you can probably hear his claws on the, the wooden flooring. Um, so yeah, the Can Do Group is a uh, something that Rob, I think, was very involved in setting up. But um, both of us are members of the Kandu group. And it's not only disabled entrepreneurs, but it's all entrepreneurs and small, uh, some medium, but generally smaller businesses that are related to disability. So certainly the, the customer base is disabled people, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the founders have a disability themselves and they may be not disabled and they've got some, you know, family connection or friend connection and, and others, there's no direct obvious connection, but they still wanted to help bring some product service solution to disabled people. And so beyond the fact that I spoke to another disabled entrepreneur at lunchtime and that was really cool to just talk entrepreneurship, share war stories, you know, I've met Rob many times, but yeah, to sort of learn a bit, well, yeah, learn more from him. I, whenever I do these interviews, I always end up learning something new, but obviously, yeah, just giving him a platform to share parts of the story, which I have heard before, but to to my audience and my community. But yeah, the, the whole broader concept as we spoke about the Candu group, um, yeah, just that, that community and that that sort of peer-to-peer 
support. We talked a bit specifically about COVID-19. It's obviously affected businesses on a all sorts of level, like the workplace, logistics, supply chains, all that kind of stuff. And indeed, just customer, um, you know, uh, not growth, but um, sales dropping as a result of customers not spending as much and all those kind of different negative impacts that different businesses have, have seen in different ways. And of course, some have been hit harder than others. And there are some that have been untouched because their business continued digitally or they were able to pivot and change very quickly. So yeah, we sort of covered all this in today's interview. Um, but the Candu group was great to update each other on the latest government guidelines and support. And there was talking about, you know, how to do furloughs and if there was loans and grants available for small businesses, um, when the different businesses for different reasons didn't qualify for different financial support. I've used the word different there a lot of times in one guy. But yeah, when the some businesses couldn't access financial support, then there were, you know, other members knew of workarounds and other pots of money. So definitely a, you know, a very real vital way that that peer-to-peer community of uh, disability and entrepreneurship was able to help each other. And of course, not just in the the bad or the down or the struggle times, but it's generally just nice to have that community vibe and share um, successes and celebrations and all the, the upside of entrepreneurship, which of course has happened over the years. It still happens in certain ways at the moment. And of course, even through the pandemic, you know, we'll come out the other side eventually and there'll be better, brighter days in the economy and in all of the different businesses in the future. So, yeah, I don't know where you're listening from and your particular situation and you may not have a disability or work within disability entrepreneurship, but I think in the end the the really nice takeaway for me was that importance of being around other like-minded people you could also say and I would urge you to check that you are doing that that you find your tribe I mean I'm I'm a member of a local business networking group that I've actually just shared to give them a shout out on LinkedIn as well called Drive the Network with Anne Hawkins so I'm a paid up member of that and I've always enjoyed being around the local entrepreneurs and businesses in the Cambridge well I say the Cambridgeshire area drive is broader than Cambridgeshire, but Anne and um, quite a few of the members where it was sort of founded are in the same region as me, or the same county as me. So there, yeah, there are, there has been face-to-face events as well, but it's all, it's all very digital and it's all um, more international, certainly national these days, but that's one of my tribes. Mind Valley, I've mentioned a few times for personal growth and education. That's, um, we've been to Barcelona, Tallinn and Pula in Croatia the last, not this year, but the previous three years. So I actually went and travelled to be at their live events and uh, Mind Valley University, so my other tribe there. So I would just urge you to, to find your tribe and like-minded people and you might have different tribes for different parts of life. Like for me, there's the business tribe, the personal growth tribe, and of course they all crossover and have similarities but 
I do get quite different sort of values from those two different tribes. And of course, the, the tribes I've created and the people I hang out with on Disability Horizons and SMA UK and various other tribes that I'm part of. So yeah, find your tribe, join your tribe, give to others in your tribe. You would obviously benefit yourself from the tribe and just always seek to hang out with cool, relevant, like-minded people. I'll be back again tomorrow for the next episode and have a great time in the meantime. Bye-bye.